The following program, Commercial Real Estate Show, is paid for in full by Commercial Association of Realtors, Wisconsin. The advice and opinions expressed during the Commercial Real Estate Show are solely that of the hosts and guests of Commercial Real Estate Show, and not WTMJ or Good Karma Brands. Welcome to the Commercial Real Estate Show. I'm your host, Tracy Johnson, on WTMJ. This show features experts who share quick insights and information on some of the commercial real estate trends and opportunities right here in Wisconsin. Today, we're going to discuss industrial real estate in southeast Wisconsin. Industrial real estate as an asset class is critical for the global economy and refers to facilities used for manufacturing, production, research and development, storage and distribution. Often these assets are well located and are income generating assets. We're here today with Mike Kleber, Director of Leasing with Zilber Property Group, an owner and developer of industrial real estate in Wisconsin. Mike also happens to be the chairman for the statewide Commercial Association of Realtors, Wisconsin. Mike, thanks for being here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. All right. So let's dive right in. Uh, Can you give us an overview of industrial real estate here in Wisconsin? What is the size and scope of the market? And why do you think it's important to our listeners? Yeah, I think best for your listeners to understand uh, the context of uh, my comments today will be based around, call it Metro Milwaukee or the seven county region. Um, To give further context to that, we're about 235 million square feet in that region. on the other flip side of it, you're looking at Chicago at about 1.4 billion square feet. So sizable difference, but gives a little bit more understanding of uh, the Metro Milwaukee market. Um, things in industrial real estate right now are going very well. Um, there's a lot that's going uh, into that, um, but so far so good. We continue to push forward uh, with uh, projects as well as um, new development um, throughout the seven county area. So as you're developing, what what's really driving that development? I know as you go along I-94 on the way to Chicago, that billion-square-foot market, you see a lot of uh, buildings being constructed uh, along that corridor, U-Line, Amazon, Haribo. What, what's driving that? Yeah, it's, it's fun to watch. Um, there's a longer story, uh, too long for this show, uh, about the history of, of that corridor. It really started probably about 30 years ago. Uh, smaller manufacturers were moving into the area from Illinois um, and making the border jump. Uh, since then, uh, you're starting to see large blocks of space. 250,000, half a million square foot buildings going up. Uh, I'd call it institutional developers working their way into that market. And what's driven that a lot, obviously, is uh, some of the issues going on uh, in the business climate in Illinois and people looking for cheaper opportunities, um, but also the I-94 uh, improvements that were made over the last, call it 10 years, have really allowed for businesses to transport product um, really throughout the upper Midwest from that location. So it it's, uh, has a cost advantage to Illinois, and it still can serve really the upper Midwest, uh, which are two things that uh, especially the distributors uh, are in search of. So access to infrastructure, obviously very important, and in the investment that Wisconsin has made in the roads and the expansion, the construction, the, the betterment and modernization, but also access to labor is a huge consideration. As you're working with clients, how do they look at Wisconsin in terms of being able to fill their buildings and being able to fill those jobs that will produce those products and help with those warehouse and distribution positions? It's a great question. Um so you really have two different uh, segments to industrial real estate. You have the manufacturers, and then you have the warehouse distribution e-commerce. Um, for the manufacturers, it's very important. It's vital uh, right now. 
uh, to be close to the workforce and, and capable workforce. Wisconsin has that. Um, we have, a, I'd say, a strong blue-collar history, um, which has allowed for the skilled trades to continue to flourish in this area, which is a very attractive to both companies locally now or companies looking to relocate into the region. Uh, on the flip side, uh, groups looking uh, for warehousing and distribution space, third-party logistics groups, um, they're obviously predominantly focused on the infrastructure that's been in place through our, our numerous road construction projects that have happened over the last 10 years. Uh, marrying those two up, uh, we've done an excellent job, I think, as a region, which has allowed us to continue to flourish uh, in industrial real estate. So during the COVID-19 shutdowns, um, industrial real estate really became the kind of the darling asset class because of the focus on last mile distribution, access to the client base, uh, warehousing, onshoring. Can you talk a little bit more about how things have changed just in the last three or four years? Yeah, and COVID was obviously an unfortunate thing that we all uh, experienced, I'm sure, personally, um, throughout the country. Um, one of the, I guess, things to fall uh, into place from COVID was uh, reshaping the supply chain. Um, so pre-COVID, manufacturers may have had 30, 40 days worth of product or assembly pieces on, on hand. Um, when COVID hit and the supply chains from China shut down, um, and you went from having the ability to get that uh, product or tool or whatever it be in your, your process in 30 days went to 180 days, um, it was a shock to the system for them. And they realized that they had to reinvent how they were handling their business, which meant they obviously needed more space to store the stuff onshore. Um, same thing went with uh, your distributors and warehousers. Um, they, again, were getting product from overseas when shipping lines shut down or borders shut down or even plants overseas shut down. They realized that they had to have on site, um, you know, maybe it's 90, 100, 120 days of worth of product in order to fulfill the needs of their customers. Um, this came at an interesting time because you had uh, high demand um, and with that high demand, you also had high construction costs. So it was a little bit of a, a an influx of costs that uh, made it, I'd say, fairly challenging. But we were able to come out of it with everyone having a new outlook on the supply chain and, and where development was heading. Well, and we'll talk a little bit more about that when we come back. But really, you know, what you you know explain not only the great availability and tax climate and business climate here in Wisconsin, but the willingness of these municipalities to uh, allow for this development, whether it's agricultural land being rezoned or reconsidered. Uh, I think very important uh, points that you mentioned. So when we come back, we'll talk about interest rates and construction costs because those are looming factors impacting all commercial real estate sectors and businesses for that matter. So we'll discuss with Mike Kleber, Director of Leasing for Zilber Property Group on the Wisconsin Commercial Real Estate Show right here on WTMJ. Welcome back to the Commercial Real Estate Show. I'm Tracy Johnson here with Mike Kleber on WTMJ. Mike, interest rates, they continue to rise and the fear of recession is is looming. It keeps, we're, we're going to a recession, we're in a recession. That conversation continues. How do these economic factors impact industrial real estate? I can tell you it hasn't been pleasant, um, but we're, we're working our way through it. Uh, fortunately, uh, activity's probably never been more uh, in the seven county area. So that has allowed for us to continue to conduct business, build speculative buildings, and film uh, 
I'd say fairly fast. Um, obviously, it is affecting both us and every business, um, as well as our general contractor. Construction costs are, are up substantially, um, as, again, everything, I think, in the United States right now has seen some form of increase. Um, luckily for us, the activity continues to be strong, and rental rates have uh, climbed, which is allowing us to still uh, be feasible in, in construction and development of an industrial building. So for right now, we're, we're working our way through it, and I think everyone's just uh, having the same experience. Um, but it sounds like the market as a whole, uh, from a manufacturing distribution uh, center of Milwaukee, is, is allowing, uh, or strong enough, I should say, uh, to continue at this pace. So obviously the, the rental rates are you know, either stable or increasing because there's a, a constraint on the demand. There's higher demand. But when it comes to construction costs, you're also thinking about availability of products. So if you can't get a door or materials or roofing, how do you manage that expectation with a client? This is a great question because it's something we deal with daily. Um, one thing at Zilber we, we strive to uh, accomplish is to get ahead of these issues. So knowing that uh, rooftop equipment or switch gear or dock levelers has a 30-week, a 40-week, a 52-week lead time, we're, one, um, informing the client that we're working with at that time of these lead times and looking at other avenues on how to basically get this stuff to the job site uh, quicker. Um, but it is a challenge. It is 100% a daily challenge for us is to understand that and then ultimately look at different avenues in order to reduce costs, um, which will fall back onto lower rent for, for the end user. How quickly are those, those structures going and how do you kind of build a, a structure or building an industrial product where you don't know what the business owner needs or is it pretty across the board? Do they take what they're going to get? How does that work? No, we... Um, you know, we've been doing this, gosh, about 20 years now, and you learn. You learn from your tenants. Um, hey, I wish you would have done this. I wish you would have uh, installed that over the years. And, and you uh, modify the building to fit them best. Again, I, I'm unaware when we start the construction process who will be my ultimate end user. Um, but we try to create the envelope or the building box as universal as possible, um, where if it's a manufacturer that comes in or just a distributor of uh, product, that building is going to be very close to their exact needs uh, with some slight modifications uh, for their specific use. So what is the most surprising thing that clients are asking for when they're looking for an industrial building? I mean, were you prepared for, uh, you know, the number of dock doors or the ceiling heights or you know, temperature control? What is kind of the trend and what are people asking for now as opposed to, let's say, 10, 15 years ago? Well, the funny thing is industrial is pretty plain Jane. I'm just <laughs> building a box with some doors and some windows. And uh, the inside, again, is, is, is completely different depending on the user. Uh, we've done everything from food manufacturing facilities to, I'd say, raw distribution where they're just stacking stuff on the floor and they're moving it out as quickly as humanly possible. There's no real specific, hey, we want X docks um, or we need X amount of uh, bathrooms. Every, everyone's going to be completely different, um, but we're not... Uh, the fun and exciting world of real estate, like a hotel or apartment. Uh, we keep it pretty down the fairway and, and keep it simple. When you talk to an office broker, a retail broker, which is obviously 
very tumultuous at this time. And uh, I think they'd, they'd love to trade places with you. <laughs> it's funny you say that. I used to go to all these uh, network events for industry and no one wanted to talk to the industrial guys. We we're the boring guys in the corner and all the retail and hotel and multifamily and office, everyone surrounded them. And they were, they were like celebrities at these things. And uh, the script is flipped. Now I have everyone wanting to hang out with us and learn about our, our big boxes. All right. Slow and steady. Hopefully we'll, we'll win the race. Um, so why are you optimistic about industrial real estate and business right here in southeast Wisconsin? A couple things. One, I, I'm very optimistic on our business climate here because I think uh, historically we've been uh, fiscally uh, conservative from a business climate, which has allowed us not to take on some of the, the dips that other areas of the country have seen in a, in a recession or a depression, what have you. Um, so I, I believe our business climate is very strong, especially on the industrial side. Um, from just pure industrial real estate, um, the demand is still outpacing supply. Um, you don't have nearly the number of, uh, I call it, national developers that have entered this market. You only have a few, so you're limited on the number of buildings that are going to go up in a given year. Um, and I don't see that changing anytime soon. So those two will probably keep the vacancy rate uh, sub 3% uh, in this region for at least the foreseeable future. Um, and I'd say keep us all fairly competitive um, and giving tenants uh, quality buildings and locations that they need to be in. So one final question, Mike. You're the president of the largest commercial real estate association in in the state. Um, what would you say to people who are interested in commercial real estate as a career or an opportunity? It's an amazing career, and you really can control your destiny, which is uh, which I find fun, and every day is different. Uh, so like I'd explained, uh, you can uh, wake up one day and work with uh, one tenant, and the next day you're figuring out how to make a dog treat manufacturing facility, which is exciting. <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you. Mike Kleber, Director of Leasing for Zilber Property Group. And thank you, everyone, for being with us today. I'm Tracy Johnson on the Commercial Real Estate Show. For more information and market insights, visit carw.com.